Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 151 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. Take two. You don't need to know that, but you kind of do. (laughs) <laughs> because Mark Vila and I are expert podcasters, uh, but we still make mistakes all the time. So you're going to hear a slightly rehashed version of what you just said, what we just said that you couldn't hear anyway. So uh, redo of about three minutes worth of the podcast, maybe more. I love it. Uh, yeah, so yeah. episode 151, what's the best t-shirt printer? Yeah, uh, I mean, is, definitively, yeah. it, it, it's, that's the question is, what yeah. is the best t-shirt printer? Mark, you have three seconds, go. <laughs> I, I ran out of time already. Okay. All right. So here, this is what we are going to do, though. We're going to help you answer that question because it's a question that I get asked all the time. Um, what's the breast printer that you guys sell? Um, and, and they usually answer that with a question. Or if people ask me, what's my favorite printer to use? And, and that changes. So really, the purpose of this podcast is to get you started on the right foot. Know what questions you actually should be asking. Because the question... Yeah is not what's the best t-shirt printer. Right. There's other, there's other questions, right? It really is, you know, and I, I like what you have and, and there's no best t-shirt printer because everybody's business is different mm-hmm. or it's going to be different. Everybody's goals are different. Um, everybody's budget is different. And, you know, the way, I mean, choosing the best printer could be down to the way you like to do things, the way, the way you like to work. I mean, I think I'm just going to be honest. One of the things that we're not going to talk too much about today is screen printing, right? But if you are a, if you love making things with your hands and you are a get down and dirty and like to figure stuff out, you know, in kind of a commercial industrial environment, then maybe you want to be a screen printer, right? Because it fits the way you work and what you want to do. Yeah. But, But what most people are going to base it on is you know, um, what do you want to make? Isn't that, isn't that right? Isn't the kind of shirt that you want to print the determining factor, Mark? Yeah. Well, I would say that's definitely a huge portion of it, what you want to create, right? Because if you, um, if you want to create shirts that is for sports apparel and you want to do game day jerseys and uh, sportswear stuff, that's, that's rough and tough, solid colors, uh, you're probably going to want to choose a different technology than if you are wanting to do, say, fishing gear, moisture wicking, sports apparel, you know, really lightweight prints. You know, so those are two very different things uh, yeah. that you, I would choose two different technologies for. And we're going to help help you kind of walk through that. And um, I was thinking when we first started talking about this, actually, the first time we went through, I didn't say this. But now that we've gone back in time, okay. um, somebody might say, and I've said this before, if you're a podcast listener, but um, what's the best vehicle to buy? Oh, yeah. I want to buy a new vehicle. What's the best one? All right. So vehicles go from the range of, um, I mean, I don't know, I guess the real range might be like a tricycle or a scooter <laughs> um, all right. the way up to like a, uh, 
a jumbo jet, you know, okay. a space, a space rocket. Right. But, but most people are probably talking about cars and trucks. And then immediately I said cars and trucks. So what's better, you know, a four door pickup truck or a compact electric car or a sports car, you know, what do you want to do with it? Uh, I wouldn't recommend a Lamborghini if you own a roofing company and you probably are trucking around roofing supplies, probably not the best option. It'd be interesting. Yep. It'd be, be cool. Um, I wouldn't want to give you money for a roof, but I, I want to see the rack that you have to put on top of the Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah and, and on the flip side, if you are a um, maybe an Uber driver or a DoorDash driver, um, a giant dually four door diesel truck probably is not the best option for that. That gets right. about five miles to the gallon yeah. or something like that. So, yeah, but, so you but, can, but you're right. They're, they're all good vehicles. They're all great. Yeah. And they're all like perfect for the purpose that you buy them for. Yeah. And and the, some of them in completely different classes might cost the same amount. You know, yeah. a, a, a four-door pickup truck that can haul a giant boat is could be the same amount of money as a Tesla or same yeah. amount of money as a really nice Mustang or same amount, same amount of money as the highest end um you know a quarter camera you know so it's like when you get so the point is is that there is no right answer to that leading into there's not a right answer to what's the best printer it's the right question to ask i like that so um i what i had thought here was there was a lot of different questions and in the beginning you had mentioned um budget being important and yep. what you want how you like to work being important and those are important, but I think it really, the, the first thing you need to ask are three questions, which is, um, what do you want to sell? Yeah. These are simultaneous questions, not in order, because they, they change depending. What do you want to sell? Who do you want to sell it to? And then where do you plan on doing this? How, how do you plan on doing it? Where do you plan on doing it? Are you going to do it by yourself in your, in your garage? Are you going to do it in half of a spare bedroom? Do you have a shop that already exists? Do you have a crew? Um, you know, and before we asked, what do you want to sell and who do you want to sell it to fishing gear to fishing persons? Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> that, and, and we've got, and we've got a bunch of episodes just on kind of picking a niche market, Yeah, you know, cause, um, Mark is right. If you are going to sell to, um, if you're going to sell concert tees or if you're going to have a, um, or band shirts or something like that it makes a difference because those yeah. are, those are pretty much all black cotton tees. You know, if, um, if you're, if you want to sell fishing shirts, if you want to sell um, girls decorated dresses, cheer stuff. Yeah. Uh, you the know, shirt you're wearing just, versus the shirt I'm wearing. Yeah. I mean, there, there's yeah. a huge variety of things you can sell and it's down to um, who do you want to sell it to? So what you want to sell is the kind of items. Mm-hmm. Um, who you want to sell it to is what your niche market is. Yeah, and, and that's great. And and I also think, um, you know, as we're answering these questions, I'll say, you know, one answer that is going to be wrong always is um, what do you want to sell everything? Who do you want to sell to everyone? Okay. Oh, yeah, I got um, one of those. Yeah, one of those. You're, you're, you're not Walmart. And even yeah. Walmart doesn't do all that. Even Even Walmart doesn't sell everything to everyone. And yeah. you're, so you're, and, and that's them, that's Amazon. You're not Amazon, you know? Right. Um, so if you want to say, I wanted to sell everything to everyone, I would say, what's the best printer? All of them. You need them all <laughs> yes. and you need yeah. every shirt available. Right. Um, yeah. Because, and that's, so that's not the answer you wanted, right? Because you wanted to start with one. 
Okay. So you need to answer the questions. What do you want to sell? Who do you want to sell to with a reasonable niche answer? And it's okay to have um, a few possible answers. I think, you know, you might, you might be dancing around, you know, like I'm thinking fishing, but I'm also thinking yeah, outdoor gear. Okay. I mean, just start to just gather some of these things and it will right, come right. together. Because it's not like you're going to buy a a one piece of equipment that will only print on fishing shirts, mm -hmm. you know, or one yeah. piece of equipment that only does um, will only print on bandanas. You know, those that's a cool those issue. you're probably not going to get. Yeah. Um, but also, I think the where do you plan to fulfill fulfill the orders is a is a good one too, Mark, because of the um, the idea of space and power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you are going to, if you're going to work in your back bedroom, if you're going to start as a side hustle at home, then something that takes up, you know, a 50 by 50 foot space, is probably not going to work well. Yeah. You know, um, if you are going to set up business in a retail shop, then something that makes a lot of noise, you know, or is very messy is probably not going to be appealing mm -hmm. to your retail customers. So what do you want to sell? Who do you want to sell it to? And where are you going to make your stuff? You know, is our, our important considerations to start with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I would say the things you shouldn't ask yet, because you're not, we're not ready for this yet. It's important yeah. to, to walk yourself through a process. You're so, so disciplined. Yes. <laughs> so thank, thank you. You're welcome. So things we aren't going to ask yet is I don't, I don't, don't ask, I don't want to talk about budget yet or how much this stuff costs. Yeah. Right. And there's a reason why. Um, we definitely, definitely don't want to talk about what technology you heard of or what some other people are doing or what your friend's business is doing or what some stranger online that you don't even know if is a real person said in a Facebook comment. Right. So, right. Or Twitter. About, and, that, and that goes for about what they like or don't like. What like, what they don't like, what if, they if, heard is the best, which one you shouldn't buy, which one you should buy. If you're, if any sentence at this point starts with, I heard that, then, mm -hmm. then just stop that train of thought yeah. right away. Yeah. Yeah. Because let me tell you a secret here. Everything that we're naming here, there are thousands, if not millions, I don't even know the numbers and all these things of people who use these printers all over the globe. Some of them for decades making money continuously still you know with yeah. printers dad pad for five years or 10 years and are still making money with that same printer on in business and make a living doing it so whatever you heard that's on this list if you heard something really good okay that might be that person's story if you heard a failure it's somebody who failed at it and if you heard somebody doesn't like something well again what's the best printer that one was not the best for them it doesn't mean it's not the best for you okay good point um and there's one other last question is um, what else do I need to buy, right? Like a heat press, that's, that's oh, what, heat press oh, what heat press should I get? Don't ask that yet because you haven't picked your printer yet. Okay. So you're going to go makes online. A difference. They yes. match. Yeah, they matter. So some, you're going to go online and say, what's the best heat press? And again, I'm not even going to repeat it because it's the same story I just told you. <laughs> um, and they're going to tell you the wrong answer for all the reasons I just mentioned above too, right? And, and, we, and we, we get that all the time too. Yeah. Someone yeah. buys a DTG printer and gets a, the wrong heat press or digital heat effects gets the oh, wrong yeah. heat Always. press and, and, and okay. Yeah. I've seen people wanting to use a cricket iron for white toner printer transfers. I actually yeah. had, 
that question the other day. So um, is the Crick and Iron a good heat press? There's some, yeah, probably. There's a ton of them out there. There's a ton of shirts made with a cricket heat press. It's good, oh. I'm sure, right? It's like a, it's 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 a good it's good heat. You are the press. Yeah. So okay. So <laughs> if you're making hobby stuff at home, yeah. and you're spending your own money, and you're not borrowing anything, and you're saving pennies, and you got I don't even know how much it costs 150 bucks, and you want to make just little t-shirts for you and your friends to play in, it's good. You know, I mean, so there's an answer to that, right? You yeah. know, um, so, so there's, so yeah. So let's move on from that. So what's a good heat press? What type of extra they get? What type of shirts that I buy are questions you need to ask later when you know what printer you're going to use, right? right? And then you can talk about answering that question. Um, so how are, how are we going to break down talking about these different technologies? So the, in my head, I thought of, um, I'm going to, think of some ideas, right? And maybe we can even say some out loud, right? So, um, so but you're going to think of the questions asked above. Um, what, ki what kind of stuff do you want to make? Who are you going to sell it to? Where are you going to do it, right? That's, that's kind of, in my opinion, is the basis of this. So okay. it could be, um, it could be uh, shirts for uh, fishing, right? And it could be, I'm going to sell it on the internet to people who fish. And I'm going to make it in my studio apartment. Okay. Yeah. That's, that could be one. Uh, another person could be, I have a shop. I'm trying to break into a new market of, um, of selling prints on demand to people who want a really super high quality print because I want to charge like 40, 50 bucks a shirt for these things. And I want them to be the best t-shirt they've owned. And I have a, I have a shop where people walk into already. Yeah. Right. So that, that could be another scenario. Um, so you can feel free to use those examples if you want, Mark, or you, or you can okay. just ignore that later on. No, I, I, <laughs> I like that idea. I think that <clears throat> we just have to make sure that we have a scenario for, for each one of the technologies. Yeah, and, and we can add and that, more. And then we talk about the, um, the pros and cons and kind of the, the opportunities won and lost. Yep. The available opportunities for each kind of technology. Yeah, so, so I think that, that that's good, right? We have... You have an idea in your head, maybe or maybe not already, right? If you're listening to this, you may have paused this and came back to it a week later with your idea. I'm okay. okay. With that. I'm okay if you do that. Okay. Um, or listen to the whole thing and then you come back and listen to it again. But now you're kind of got an idea in your head. Or maybe you already have two or three ideas and they're floating around. And now you're kind of going <clears> to <throat> able to make a decision. It's going to be very simple, just like the car and truck scenario. You don't have to be... Um, uh, you don't have to be any guru or genius to hear the stats on a pickup truck versus a Mustang versus a Toyota yeah. Prius to determine which one is probably best for you. Same as this, right? So um, let's talk about the different technologies, the different printers. And um, I didn't, I didn't put pro or con in my head on this because I feel that that's um an unfair way to represent some things because okay. a con to one person is not a con to another yeah let, let, let's let's rephrase that is is you know um options you may or may not have yeah options you might may or may not have things that may or may not matter to you yeah right so you know yeah so that's important that's important too well i don't, I don't mind your your fishing shirts as an example mm -hmm. um you know especially if you're talking about noodling Shirts. Okay. 
Yeah. You know, that's, um, that's a type of fishing. Because we, <laughs> um, I mean, we, so sublimation has been on our minds quite a bit lately. We just finished mm -hmm. a podcast with, um, with Vic Patel from Sawgrass. We're really excited about that relationship. And, uh, and we've got Vapor Apparel now on the website, uh, you know, on ColemanandCompany.com, uh, which is a, you know, a premium, beautifully designed, um, sublimatable set of shirts, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, so, so we're thinking about that a lot. But in, in, so in the fishing, like if I was going to open up, let's say my, my niche market, I'm in Tampa, Florida, and um, <clears throat> I've got a lot of contacts in the marine industry. You know, so uh, fishing, tourism based around fishing, uh, boating, you know, all that kind of outdoors and outdoor adjacent physical activity. Mm -hmm. You know, so with that in mind, you know, where would you, where would you start? Okay. Okay. That, no, that's good. That's a, that's a good thought. And I, I think, I think it would be a good idea now that you've, maybe I think we could flip this slightly. Okay. okay. Once we describe the technologies in the end, the listener will know which one based on what you just said. Okay. And uh, we will as well. Um, so, because I think it's really important to, to, to teach someone how to fish in so many words. I uh, like that. Would you, get, <laughs> would you, would you provide them with a fishing shirt or would you sell them a fishing shirt as part of your coursework? Um, I'm t I think teaching them how to fish means know that they picked the right printer and then they printed their own fishing shirt. Okay. On gotcha. their own like okay in a fictional in a fictional like six weeks from now so um so let's just go into each technology then and think about that um think about that that fishing shirt concept and then i also want you to think about um the other example that we give and we could just keep these in our minds as we're listening to things the other one was you own a shop or you have some sort of traffic walk in and you want to sell really premium t-shirts digital images crazy cool art big prints um and you want it to be the best t-shirt anyone's ever owned that's kind of like the vision you have is like when they yeah. buy this shirt it's gonna be 40 bucks it's gonna be the best shirt they ever owned they're gonna walk into the store and maybe pick the shirt that they want the design um, or have custom design work done that they'll pay for um and then they're gonna get this shirt and it's gonna be awesome people are gonna ask for it. it's gonna be their favorite shirt Okay, that's yeah. that's a second scenario. Okay. So let's talk about technologies. Um, do you want to start with DTG? Yeah, it's 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 right on top, and and it's one that uh, it's one that I love, right? I love yeah. uh, direct to garment printing, um, and now, you know, at Coldesi, we've had the DTG digital line of direct to garment printers for a long time. We've we've got the G4, which is an amazing, technologically fantastic machine. Um, and the Epson F2100, which is a, a great way to get into the director garment printer business. So, um, so you know, those printers range from fifteen, from about fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars up to twenty. Okay. And I think it's important to kind of put that out there up front, even though we're going to talk about money later. Yes, so it's really important. I, yeah, I think. That, yeah, I think that's good. And part of the decision making process is is. Uh, I'll lay it out early since we might talk about money. The reason why you don't want to talk about money, which is in the very, very beginning, is because if if you've got a good business plan, 
and you have a uh, reasonable credit or a way to borrow money, right? Whether it's through a bank or a credit card or a leasing company or a friend of the family. If you have a good business plan, the cost of what you're buying does not matter. Thank you. Okay, because if you're buying a restaurant, it might cost you $150,000 to open up your restaurant. Okay, if you have a good business plan, it's a profitable restaurant, but it costs yeah. you 150 grand. Well, if you were able to borrow the money and you had a good business plan, you've made it, right? Yeah. Um, and so anything goes in all these different directions. If you've got a good business plan, then it doesn't matter how much the printer costs because you have a good plan and a means to borrow the money. If the plan yeah, is not like good, then why you would won't. you why would you do any of this <laughs> and there's this kind of and there's this kind of inverse relationship between the cost of the printer and the cost of the materials it takes to make a shirt so you know there's a lot of factors that go into the profitability for each one of these yeah but um we'll start with dtg um mm -hmm. dtg is director garment printing and basically this is the one where you're actually printing right on onto the shirt um, you're not making a transfer. You're actually loading the um, loading a shirt onto a platen, pushing it into the printer, and you hit print just like you're loading a piece of uh, a piece of paper into an inkjet printer at home, mm. right? So you're printing directly on the shirt, and what that does is is it gives you um, ten out of ten quality. I mean, these are if you have seen somebody wearing a shirt. And just, you know, you thought it was beautiful. If you've seen any of the samples that we put pictures up and things like that, they're amazing quality shirts, mm. great pictures. And if you're buying a custom shirt from a place like Zazzle or U Shirts or Custom Ink or something like that, where, you know, you're, you're just ordering one online, there's a 98% chance that it was done with direct -to -direct. Um, It's got a very low cost of, uh, of print. It works on both light and dark garments. So it prints on white, it prints on black and, and everything in between. Um, it prints on uh, cotton only for dark shirts. So in other words, uh, it'll print on white poly, but it won't print on dark poly. Um, and it gives you this kind of, one of the things that makes it really high quality is what's called the smoke effect. So if you have fire or smoke or something like that on a shirt, if you can envision the kind of smoke getting wispy as it gets farther from the design, um, it can only do that because it's putting ink directly onto the fabric. There doesn't have to be continuous layer of something for a transfer to pick up. So essentially so, you're saying like you can print uh, when you have an inkjet printer, it can print one like micro droplet, like a picoliter Yes. one pixel it can print one pixel dot so that's yes. the detail you can get down to yeah and mm -hmm. and and you don't have to have anything next to it okay. you know so mm -hmm. so you get a nice open design um it always prints white ink you know i mean you can select not to but it prints white ink which is really important we'll talk about why but that's what allows it to print on a dark garment um, and again, the, uh, the space requirements, you're going to need a, uh, you're going to need the printer itself, which is not small, you know, um, it's decent size. You can still put, you'll need at least one heat press and a pre-treatment machine. Mm -hmm. 
So you can imagine that um, so those are supplies, ink cartridges, the paper that goes onto a heat press. Um, and that's it, some cleaning mm -hmm. supplies. Yeah, and the amount of space that the printer is gonna be uh, bigger than your washer, but probably smaller than your washer and dryer. Yeah, that's, that's okay. good. Okay, that's so good. that so if you're if a heat press is going to be um, smaller than your than the amount of space your your stove would take or your sink would take, you know, ish something like that. And then of we've, course we've a table. Done, we've done yeah. sample setups where it's it's pretty easy to put this kind of a setup into a ten by ten room. Yeah, yeah, and then and then pre treat uh, again uh, a stove ish style size space. So and the, whole, the, um, whole, the whole setup, I would say, is um, it's very quiet. It's um, small enough to put into a, the back of a retail store. So good. So in a retail store, it's fine because it's quiet. Yep. Um, and uh, the space is reasonable. You do want, um, if you're in a studio apartment, I hope you don't have a lot of things, right? No, because, yeah, you're not going to want to do that. You're just, yeah, you're, you're, you're gonna, gonna sleep gonna... next to it, right? Um, uh, you don't want to. You don't want to move this thing up four flights of stairs either. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Right? Yeah. Good. Good. Um, or yeah, yeah. I would imagine. I would imagine. I wouldn't want to do that. That would be. I mean, you could. Yeah. <laughs> if if it was if your if your retail space was on on the second floor of a mall, I mean, yeah. you could do this. Um, but yeah, moving it into a uh, fourth floor part studio or apartment is probably not going to be my favorite thing to do there. Um, and uh, the last thing is the production cost on this. What's it cost like to make a shirt, to print a shirt? Yeah, so, so you know, I mean, you're going to be using good quality um, ring spun cotton shirts, um, you know, which can range between four and six dollars. You could get down to two dollars, but you really don't want to. Um, and then your, um, you know, your prints on a white shirt are going to be as low as 17 cents, 35 cents a piece for ink and materials. And your, um, on a dark shirt, you could spend $1.50, two bucks. Okay. And you can do, um, they're 16 by 20. So you can you can produce a, a print that's about 16 by 20. Yeah, so that's a, that's a particularly that's large, that's a large print. And if you wanna know how big that is, you know, take, um, you could take four sheets of paper, right? And put them in a rectangle square. And that's not exactly 16 by 20, but it's pretty close. Yeah, that would be seventeen by twenty-two. Or you could get a <laughs> right. Just, so, or you could just call Coldest and get a sample. Yeah, that's a good idea too. <laughs> that's a good idea too. But that's your example of how big this thing is. Production cost is it, it, that is really low. So outside of the t-shirt, because the t-shirt is a part of all of these transactions, but the yeah. ink cost is super cheap on this, right? Yeah, so, you're gonna you're gonna but, you're gonna ink is gonna be, um, you know, less than a dollar. 50% of the times and less than $2, 40% of the times. And sometimes you'll spend more. Okay. Okay, good. So, so um, to, to, uh, we'll summarize that. So I'll summarize it really quick from what I got from yep. you. So the quality of print, amazing. Um, light and dark garments, but if you're going to do dark only cotton, mm -hmm. um, you could do full color digital prints that um, or that smoke effect, you can fade to nothing. You can do any detail anywhere you want, anywhere on the shirt, right? Yeah. Um, it will print white, 
which is which is imperative on printing on dark colors, right? And just imagine if this was a black shirt I'm wearing here yeah. with a Coldesi logo. I, the Coldesi logo could not be in black like it is in this gray shirt. It needs to be in white. So it prints white. Um, the space requirements are a large printer, a heat mm -hmm. press, a table. Everything needs a table, but it's on the list and on a pre-treat machine. Uh, yeah. And production cost is pretty low, um, so you can you can create. 10 out of 10 quality feel look wash images at a really low cost yep uh, and uh, uh, the only the only other thing i would add is i would give it 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 the award for if you want to put a photo on a black shirt okay so a photo on the black shirt looks the best yeah photo on a black shirt you're not you're not going to beat that i would agree uh it definitely has a the award for that there's no other way to there's no other way to do it that's going to look as amazing uh, so now we'll move on, move over to um, white toner transfers or uh, digital heat effects. Yep. OP, Uninet, you know, these are all words and, and names that are synonymous with this type of printing. Um, and to define it, uh, you take a, a, tone, a toner printer, a specialized toner printer. And a toner printer is like the uh, color copy machine you may have used in an office. Right. When you change the cartridge, you shake it when it's running low. There's powder in there. That's toner. Um, so it doesn't use liquid. And that prints on a transfer sheet. This transfer sheet eventually makes its way onto uh, a T-shirt for the sake of this conversation. Um, and that's how you print that. Yep. So um, I, I was trying to rate the quality of this. And, and I said eight out of ten because it can't do it can't do quite as much on the color spectrum um or uh or vibrancy as the dtg yeah it, right. and, it, and it varies too it varies too because of the printers themselves yes and it varies work. because of the printers themselves yep right. so so the different printers will print differently both the printers you mentioned like the g4 and the epson they will print uh, i'm not going to say a number of colors but million you know yeah uh, and you're printing right on the shirt, so you have a lot of control over that. And you're printing with white ink, which is super vibrant and white. So you're going to get that 10 out of 10. I give the white toners like an 8 out of 10 because it just can't do everything in the color spectrum or the feel or the wash is quite as good as the DTG does. Okay, yeah, but it does, but it does, but it does other things better. Yes, and that's what we'll get into, right? Yeah. So, so it works on light and darks, which is the same as the DTG. This one will print on cotton and polyester and blends. And I kind of yeah. put almost everything, right? There's always an exception. So almost gonna, everything, yeah. Almost everything. Um, and uh, almost everything so much to the point where you're not going to find an exception unless it's a very, very specific shirt. Uh, so that's a huge bonus, right? Because now you can do dark colored polyester. You can do dark colored cotton blends. You can do tri blends. There's, you have a full gamut of apparel you can print. Very cool. Um, it will do full color digital prints as well. So you can print a picture of a face or a mm -hmm. picture of a dog or a building or something like that. Um, the difference is, is it does not fade to nothing. So you need to have kind of a hard stop somewhere. Um, right, so that, that means like, like if you have a picture of my face, you know, it'll either end at my face mm -hmm. or it'll include the whole room. But it won't, uh, you won't be able to pick up the lovely wispy gray hairs that stick out. <laughs> yeah, you would want to put an effect behind you 
whether it's you were on uh, you were you're on some sort of background or yeah. an actual picture of the background. Um, and there's different techniques and tricks you could do, like dots, stripes, you know, all different types of stuff like that um, to kind of make a faux fade out. So so but I, I will say one thing about the colors of the prints <clears throat> is you're not going to know how how that the DTG can be so much better like on a photo, for example, mm -hmm. unless you put them right next to each other. Mm -hmm. So there are things that we're gonna talk about here that are differences between the printers that your customers will be completely unaware, unaware of. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, they're, so not gonna get, they're not gonna get a full color photo on in a digital heat effects print and saying, wow, this isn't as nice as the DTG print that I've got of the same photo. Yeah, chances are that's not going to. They're happen. not going to do that. Right. They're not going right. to. Right. And 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 kind of going back to our example, the person who had a shop where they were like, "I want to make the best possible shirt." That's their goal. They yeah. they might hear this and say, "So you're saying the DTG picture was better?" Yes. Yeah. Okay. That that might be part of your decision making process. Yeah. Right. 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 And right. that's okay. You know. Um. You might say, "I." You're, another person might say, "Well, I might print some faces." I'm not going to focus on that. I really like the idea that I can print on almost any shirt though. Okay. Yeah. So now here's our decision-making process on which one's better. Two different people could very well at this point in time, have a definition of which one is better for them. Yep. Okay. Um, you, this does print white toner train, <clears throat> white toner transfers do print white. Um, they can also print on hard goods too, because there's papers for that. So that's kind of a side bonus. Um, you can print on a little bit of hard good stuff with uh, DTG, like wood or canvas, um, but you're not going to make a mug. Yeah. You know, you, you, there's certain things you're not going to really do with that printer. You can print on a larger range of hard goods. So you can print on glass, wood, tile, um, mugs, ceramics, stuff like that, metal Yep. Um, on uh, white toner transfers. Uh, the space requirements on that are, uh, it's just a printer, a heat press and a table. The printer is is reasonable. There are varying degrees of printers in their size. Yes. But the largest you're going to find is going to be just about the space of that washer only. Yeah, Not that's a good point. Or if you remember what going into an office was like. Uh huh. For example, the Digital Heat FX ninety five forty one is the closest to that big commercial copy machine. The one we were talking about before, yeah, color copy. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that that's exactly what it looks like. Yep. And then the smallest, which at this recording is probably the um, Uninet i560, mm -hmm. color i560 under digital heat effects uh, branding. Um, and that's going to be about the dimensions of a good laser printer, maybe yeah. a little taller. Yeah just, yeah, just the size of a printer you may have owned or a little bigger, a little yep. bit bigger than that. But uh, desktop, you can have this on a table with a laptop and a notepad and other things on this, on one desk. of yeah. real It's a win for space. It's yeah, a it's a win, win for space. space. So, um, so now that we've talked about things here and that would are blossoming thoughts for different people. The space is part of this decision. What it will print on is part of this decision. Um, the rating of, of the end quality as part of the decision and, um, so anyway, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, two things I mm -hmm. do want to say is that you'll still need a heat press. Heat press, yeah. And it, you'll need uh, very specific heat presses. Okay. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like, and they, they require a certain amount of space and a certain amount of cost that's included uh, in that. 
and um, also this one falls into the into um, a little bit more moderate supply costs. So you'll spend less upfront, you know, but the white toner printer transfers, the easy peel is usually more expensive for the same size print than DTG. Yes, and, and here's actually why in the simplest way. DTG, you're printing ink onto shirt. Yeah. Digital heat effects, you're printing ink onto paper, paper onto shirt, or not ink, I mean, it's a toner, but whatever, colors. Yeah. <laughs> colors right. onto paper, paper onto shirt. You've got an extra supply, paper. The DTG is just colors to shirt. So naturally, you would imagine that's less money. Is yep. one less thing to buy, and I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two things. One, one you're gonna hate. One you okay. Like. All right. <laughs> um, the one that the, the one the one that you're gonna like is is that um, <gasps> one of the great advantages to the white toner transfer printers isn't just the flexibility; it's the idea that you can sell the transfers wholesale. Okay, I like so that. So if if you're, you're if right. part of your niche is to be a wholesaler to other people that print T-shirts. Then the what this this is a this is a hundred percent great way to do it. You physically can't do that with DTG. You have to deliver a shirt. You know, with the white toner printer or digital heat effects, you can take that transfer that you can put on multiple shirts or objects, and you can sell that to somebody else with a heat fix. Mm -hmm. um, so so that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, which are different things. And there's people who have DTG printers that sell wholesale shirts, but they're yeah, selling yeah. the completed garment versus selling a transfer. And 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 the thing that I, I will say that is completely inappropriate for this podcast okay. is, is this is the right product if you cannot make a decision about what you want to sell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you if you don't know, if like if like look, Mark, Mark, yeah, I love you guys, but I have no freaking idea. I just want to, I just know that I want to make stuff and sell it to people. Okay, well, whatever you, you buy the digital heat effects, you got a 97% chance that you're going to be able to do something. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and you're right. I mean, generally speaking, we advise have, have some sort of a plan before you get going because we want you to succeed. But yeah. there's like, I will say, because I'm a realist, a dream's a dream, right? Like the, a dream's a dream. And if you want to own your own business and sell t-shirts and it's a dream you have and you are still waiting to iron out the future of those details and you're ready to invest money and just see how it goes and you're going to make it work, then then I, I'm not going to say I'm never going to squash on a dream, right? I don't want to ever do that. Unless you want to tell me like you want to, I don't know, do some sort of ridiculous career that is impossible um, to actually, you want to be a prince of a country. Okay. Okay. Move on. <laughs> Sorry. There goes that one. Uh, there it goes move on. Okay. But you want to start, you want to sell t-shirts to people and make money. All right, sure. Um, but I would agree. You're right. I mean, the versatility is, is, is amazing on it. So that, that is true. And it's also our most popular printer. Right now. Yeah. Our most yeah. popular product by a lot, by five times. Yeah. It's very popular. Okay. Um, so next technology, would next you prefer to talk about sublimation? Okay, good. Yeah. Talk about it. Tell us. Yeah. No, I mean, this is, this is really something that, um, you know, you'll see some stuff on the Coleman Company site that's branded Best Blanks, which are blanks for um, for sublimation printers, and and these things are just like we're so excited because it's a it's a pretty new product for cold SC. Mm -hmm. and, um, it's just uh, it's low cost of entry and makes amazing quality stuff. So mm -hmm. it really is going to be a contender by this time next year. It will be the most popular. Yeah, that's it's it's going to be really popular. Um, so quality of the print. Yeah, it's great. 
And so, you know, I rate it. It's hard to rate this because of, of, uh, of some limitations that we'll get into. But I mean, I rate it like nine out of 10. Yes. Colors, the, the feel, the wash. Um, it's hard to give it a number because I don't, I don't want to say it's better necessarily than the digital heat effects print or worse than the DTG, but it will work on light colors only. Right. And it works on co on poly only. Now, I think I think while you're talking about color, the nine out of ten makes sense because with with DTG, um, you know, you you have the option of uh, well, they all have blacking, mm -hmm. right? Um, with uh, with white toner printers, you know, some of them don't have black and some of them do. Um, sublimation, you never get blacking. I'm, no, that's not white. You don't get white. You never get white ink, right? So, so that's why you know the, the colors will look a little bit differently. Even on a light colored shirt, you can add white ink, and you can make a an image pop more on both the digital heat effects and the DTG than you necessarily can get um, with sublimation. Yes, and and it really is because um, when you're buying a white T-shirt or a black T-shirt, it's never actually true white or true black. Yes. Right. There's, is crazy. there's color to it. So if you bought 10 white shirts and 10 black shirts, they would all be different degrees of those colors. And you might even look at one white next to another and say, that looks almost gray. Right. Yeah. But you didn't see it by itself. It was white. But in comparison, we so do it with black shirts all the time. Yeah. So you're right about that is the ability to print white does a couple things. You get a pure white that you can put your colors on top of, which is amazing um and then you're also mixing that white with other colors which will create a larger what we would refer to as a larger gamut of colors the white and the black and all these things can mix they all can mix uh on the t-shirt essentially and create a more degrees of colors more pinks more greens yep. more yellows you know um so but um the print looks beautiful on the sublimated print. I love the way it looks. It feels knockout because um, you're not putting anything on the shirt. It's going into the shirt physically. Yeah, it, do um, it doesn't feel. It has no feel. There is no feel. You're changing the kind of you're you're changing the chemical properties of the you're, shirt. So you're literally dying the shirt. You're dying the shirt at pinpoint color. So so that's kind of why I think nine ten. It could be ten ten. It could be eight ten. Depending yep, yep. on on how we're rating all these things, yeah. yeah. So so I gave it nine, my personal thoughts, but it is all really good. And honestly, all three of what we're talking about here are all great, top notch. Yeah. Um, so uh, maybe nine, maybe eight, depending on if uh, if I needed to be on a black shirt, it's a zero out of ten. Right, because you can't do it. <laughs> okay, can't if do it's it. on a white shirt, might be it might be one of my favorites. You know, yeah. but I don't want polyester. It's a zero out of 10. Okay. And, and, you so. know, it's going to, it's going to feel, it's going to feel better uh, than the digital heat effects and the white toner prints. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like it's there. It's going to feel about the same as DTG. Um, but you're trading that, you're trading that for the color. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're trading it for what it can go on. Okay. So, so now we're beginning to understand sublimation is limited on colors and the type of material, but the finished products phenomenal. Yep. So um, it does full digital color prints, tons of colors. Um, it will do that fade to nothing smoke type of effect. Um, you uh, it does not print white though. 
So if you're going to, if you want to do a yellow shirt and somebody has a logo with white in it, no, you cannot do that. Right. Um, If you, if somebody has a logo, that's a little cartoon kid smiling with big white teeth because it's a dentist and it's a little cartoon kid smiling with bright white teeth. Don't put it on a yellow shirt. Right. That's <laughs> because a very specific they're gonna, example. Because, well, they're yeah, going to think you, the kid, they're going to think the kid doesn't brush. <laughs> if you don't, here's the thing is if you don't have the white ink to put a, to put what's called an under, under base behind a design, the color of the shirt that you put the transfer on is going to influence the color of the graphic in the ink. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, so and you Mark don't, right. and, yeah. And you don't have white. So you can't print yeah. white teeth or white eyes. So that there shirt has yeah. to be on white. Okay. Um, so you don't print white. Um, it will print on a ton of hard goods. Yeah, man. If you've gotten a mug, like I got a, uh, I got a mug mm-hmm. from my daughter for Father's Day um, with photos of my grand, with photos of my grandkids on it. Nice. And that, like, you know, it's 100% it's sublimation. Like if you've gotten a decorated mug, it has been sublimated. There's almost, you know, other than digital heat effects, which it can do very well, not many people do it. So it's going to be a sublimation mug. It's a great yeah. application. Yeah, most of the, and and I'm actually using a digital heat effects printed mug right here. Yeah, I noticed so that. It's great. It's a red mug. There is white. We printed white. Yep. And and other colors. So, so you can um, tell it's not been sublimated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a it's a full color mug. Now, um, if that mug is sublimation friendly, I could have put maybe a black logo on it, but we wouldn't get that white. Yep, you can't, you can't remove it. So um, the space requirements for sublimation printers about the same as that digital heat effects um, desktop space. You know, you need a printer, you need a heat press, you need a table. Yeah. The um, sawgrass printers are small. You know, it's an eleven by seventeen printer or an eight and a half by eleven. You know, it's going to be it's the size of any printer you've had almost. Any printer. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the production cost uh, moderate slash low. Okay. You know, um, there is, you do have um, ink, paper, shirt, the steps, okay. but, the, but the paper cost is a bit less. Okay. Because you, you don't can have. Can you give me an example? Like, yeah, like a rough, uh, yeah. rough idea? Uh, I can. I'm going to have to pull it. I'm going un- to pull it up for you real quick, just okay. because I have too many numbers in my head right now. But I'll say why it's less. Uh, why it's a bit less is because the um, toner prints on the paper, there's actually two sheets of paper you use for every print. One is your print paper, one is your, what we call like your polymer paper, um, or your, uh, it's the adhesive. Glue, yeah. Glue. It's confusing, it's confusing because you're holding up two fingers for each. So it's like there's four. How about this? Four pieces of paper. What's that okay. better? Stop. Um, <laughs> so um, you can get, an 11 by 17, 11 by 17 hundred sheets of sublimation paper for like 30 bucks. Okay. Okay. So what's that like 30 cents? Yeah. Right. And then your ink cost, you know, your ink cost is a bit, but, um, but, but low to moderate. Yeah. The, the cost is not quite the cost of your digital heat effects transfer. It's not quite as good as the DTG. It's kind of stuck somewhere in the middle. Um, it's got advantages and disadvantages. There's no glue, so your 
pinpoint dyeing a shirt, which makes it feel really nice, but you're, but you don't have white and you're limited to light colored garments. Yeah. Okay. And the, the, um, it's the most economical cost of entry so far. Oh, most economical cost of entry. You can get in this business. Um, you can buy paper, mugs, a mug wrap, use your oven at home and a printer. And you could be in this thing for like 7,800 bucks. Yeah. I mean, mo let, let, let's, let's, let's say that most people that are going to do it as a business end mm -hmm. up in the $3,000, the $3,500 range. Yep. 3,000. You 3, can 000. start, you, you can start for under a grand, no problem. Yeah. Well, and if you already have a DTG printer and you realize that you want to add this, or you already do transfers that you buy on the internet and you want to add sublimation to your business, you just, you might just need the printer and some paper. Yeah. So you're like six, 700 bucks. So yeah. it depends what you're doing um, yeah. and where you're starting from. But for a few thousand bucks, you can be like <clears throat> locked and loaded and fully ready from scratch. Yep. Okay. Um, so now we have uh, two more to go over. Right. So we're, I think we're doing yeah. good on time. Um, uh, I talk, do you want to talk about the print and cut systems or do you, do you want me to ride with it? You want to do print and cut next? Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah. And by print and cut, we're using a specific example. Sure. Okay. And that is the, uh, the Roland versus studio BN 20. Um, because that is probably the, it's the sweet spot for this technology. You know, I, I'd say we didn't mention that in the DTG world, you can spend a half a million dollars on a director garment printer, right? And it's the same, mm -hmm. it's not quite the same range, but you can go crazy spending money on large format sublimation printers. And the same goes for the print and cut. There are big commercial operations that have much more expensive and larger machines available, but they all basically do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And you can think of a print and cut system like the, the Roland BN20. Um, it looks kind of like a cutter uh, with, um, with ink cartridges. So you have the best and, and worst of both worlds, right? You, you're using vinyl and you're using ink. So ink like in sublimation or DTG and vinyl like in just a regular cutter. And you pull up a file on your computer and you print and cut at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right, so you get full color prints um, that get cut out of a piece of vinyl. Yeah, that's great. That's a great way of putting it. You're creating your own digital full color transfer with vinyl as your paper, per se. Right. You know. Um, now the quality of the print. We talked a bit about this. Is like it's hard again, hard to put a number, but we I'm trying. We're trying to put numbers. So yeah. put maybe a seven out of a ten slightly less than some of the others because it is vinyl which means it's inherently got some thickness to it yeah right and and a bit of a feel um which can be um which some folks will feel this and say it feels like a really nice quality screen print and it could be considered a positive others will feel it and say yeah it's too thick i wish it's it like was thinner like a yeah, sticker. I mean, it get, it gets similar kinds of con comments to digital heat effects. Depending yeah, on similar, similar to that. Um, now, um, we'll we'll get into some more of of some things why it, why the rating was a little bit different than that. Um, but it's it's going to be the thickest print. It doesn't mean that it's uncomfortable. But going back to examples, fishing shirt with a giant fish on it, out in the sun, getting wet yeah. and sweaty, um, having uh, a piece of uh, 
uh, polyurethane glued to the front of your shirt in a big giant fish is not, not going to be as breathable as the sublimation yeah. or, or, <laughs> or even the DTG on a light colored shirt, right? It's going to be a lot softer, breathable. It's going to dry. The print and cut is, is you're putting these vinyl polyurethane probably um, or PVC um, on a shirt. So yeah. there's inherently uh, a thicker feel the way it less breathability. Um, it will work on dark and light colors though, which is great. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and it will work on cotton poly and blends. Almost, it doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is great. Um, it will do the full color digital prints. Awesome, love that. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't fade to nothing. Okay, um, and it 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 require it actually generally speaking. I'm going to be very very general here. Generally speaking, you kind of need a border and the, and the, like a bleed space. Okay. Okay. That's so a good most point. of the time, if you see There'll this, be an outline. If there's a Coldesi logo, like if you and if you can see my shirt in the video, great. Um, if, you have, if you have the Coldesi logo, then um, you typically are going to have like maybe just a white background to it and a border. That's the typical yeah. look you're going to see for a print and cut because of the speed, um, the weeding of the vinyl, and then also even though your cutter and your printer are really really accurate because you're using a knife to cut something, it's ne it's never gonna be 1 billion percent accurate, right? Because you're using a knife to cut something. Anytime anything is ever die cut, cut out of anything like that, um, they always print a little extra. And yeah. this way, because you could be off by hair and the hair looks funny, or, or you print, or you just cut outside it a bit and it doesn't matter if your hair off because you got a border. Yeah, right. and the and the, pro, and the process is, is definitely different too. You know, with the direct to garment printing, you're loading the shirt into a DTG printer and it's printing mm -hmm. directly on it. Mm -hmm. um, and with both of the um, the sublimation and the white toner print, digital heat FX and sawgrass, you know, you're creating a transfer. So there's a there's another step in the process. Mm -hmm. You know, with with the print and cut system with the BN twenty. Um, there's, there's no glue sheet that you use, but the extra step is you have to weed it. Mm -hmm. So you have a choice. You can either make a, a one big sticker. Like if you'll picture a school logo that's just one entire graphic, um, then you're just peeling that off the vinyl, right? And heat pressing it onto the shirt. With the, you know, if you are doing a um, something more detailed, where on the Coldesi logo, if I need to pick out the, there you go. <laughs> I need to pick out the zero, the O or the yeah. E, you know, you're going to be using vinyl pick tools. So it really is like a digital, you know, it's a, it's a vinyl print. You're printing yeah. on vinyl, everything that you have to do to get a vinyl transfer ready for application, you have to do with this. And we're going to talk more about that next vinyl yeah. specifically. Um, and also um, the, since you're creating a transfer that's printed first, you need to um, mask it at the end before you put it on a t-shirt. So after you print and you're all done and it looks like you're ready to go, you put another sticker on top and peel it off. And now you're ready to get on the shirt. So it's a few steps. You print, then you cut, then you weed, then you mask, then you shirt. So, yep. th those, so there's some steps there. Um, the quality can look awesome. It's super versatile on the light and darks and cotton poly and blends. You have a little bit of downside with, um, uh, with the border and the bleed and and uh, and things like that, 
but it still looks awesome and it feels so, and it feels soft but yeah, it's and, not and, it's not as soft as the sublimation or the you don't have to use the print feature you can use it just for regular t-shirt vinyls okay good and i will uh, sorry i i will yeah let me pause to... you for a quick minute mark i think uh check your microphone and audio for a moment and um and i'll uh i'll waste some time while you're doing that um the the uh the production cost on that's kind of moderate again um multiple materials you have ink and you have vinyl and you have mask so you've got a few different things that you're working with uh and we and we can compare this to the others so dtg you just have the ink the sublimation you just have the ink in the one paper the um the digital heat effects you have the ink in two papers the the roland versus studio print and cut you've got ink and the vinyl and the mask okay so you've got different materials cost kind of moderate all right mark we're checking back in with you I'm still 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 working here first okay you sound good though do i do you I sound good, good. Okay, cool. Sound good right now. Okay. So um, the, the thing that I wanted to point out was this is one that um, this is probably the only one of the systems that we're starting that we're talking about today that um, I would almost say the primary thing that it does well isn't t-shirts. Okay. You know, like, like this is a best t-shirt printer comparison. Mm -hmm. People do use it to make t-shirt, make custom t-shirts custom jackets, things like that. But honestly, like it's a 24 inch uh, echo solvent style cutter that will do um, banner, it, like banners, stickers, um, window clings, uh, signage for the side of vehicles. Uh, I would put this in, the, typically I do put it in the 80-20 rule. Mm -hmm. If you, if 20% of your business is supposed, is going to be t-shirts, like if you also want to do shirts, okay, then I'd probably, you know, then this is a great option for you. But if you're if you're doing your niche markets and your and your plans and everything, and you you when you look at it, you suddenly realize I'm going to do more pinstriping and locker stickers and things for backpacks and signage, and I'm going to do every window in town, you know, with business logos and words then, you know, then this is definitely the printer that you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and I, I love that. I love that for that. Um, because like you said, the t-shirt print quality is like a tick lower than the others. If we're having to compare, yep. um, but uh, you can, if you're doing work for a brewery, you can do the beer bottle label, the window sticker on the yes. door. You can do the shirts and the hats. You can also do stickers that they give out to their customers. You can give it, they can do, um bumper stickers for people you could do the decal that goes in the glass of the back of you know the owner's car um all that stuff so you could do a ton of stuff with this you could do window cling signs that cling on and, cl and cling off you know um to change out different specials super versatile yes super very very versatile very cool um compact um it vinyl is the vinyl you print on is white so it doesn't print white but, but it, it creates white. white yeah okay so um Theoretically, you could create this mug that I'm showing here. Yep. However, it'd be a sticker on the mug. Generally speaking, you don't put a sticker on the mug, right? right. You uh, you want something that's a little more permanent. And you don't put stickers in the dishwasher. You don't put yeah, mainly that. <laughs> um, so um, uh, so it's great for sign production. 
it's it's pretty darn good for t-shirts too yeah but uh but yeah maybe but but uh not to pick for you but take that into consideration yeah yeah i i think that it's um and you know if someone is looking at a um a t-shirt that was printed on the roland um if they're looking for it by itself they'll probably love it yeah if if this if they, logo what had a little white border around it yeah and it was printed on a white vinyl with the roland you would look at my shirt and you would say man that looks nice <laughs> you know that looks nice your customer will be happy again they're not, um, not going to put it they're not going to do the same logo with the bn20 with the sawgrass with the epson dtg printer with um and with the three digital heat fx printers yeah and then they're not going to put those side by side figure yeah they're all going to look great yeah um space requirements um you do have the print cutter which is uh bigger than some of the other printers we've talked about but not quite a dtg but almost right yeah it's i'd say it's probably it's at least two and a half of or three of a desktop printer wide yeah so it's it's a bit bigger but not huge, still compact enough. Um, you need a heat press still. If you're yep. going to do shirts, if you're just going to do the stickers, you actually don't need it. But then we're not talking about t-shirt. Peel off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you need a table. You always need a table. Um, okay. So we talked, and I already talked about the production cost while you're working on mics. So we're good to, to move on to the last on the list, which is cutters. Yep. Um, so okay. Roland makes cutters. Graph Tech is another brand that we carry. Those are two um, amazing products, um, super high quality. And the, yeah. so we look. So the way that this works is you have a roll of material, similar to how the Versa Studio works, but you don't print on it. You just cut. So you cut one color at a time, and you make shirts with that. You cut. You want if it's a white and black on a blue shirt, you cut your white, put it on the shirt, cut your black, put it on the shirt, and then now you have a completed shirt. Yep. And that's pretty much how that works. Yeah, um, when it's, it's, no, it's, out, it's it's kind of it's one color at a time. It's not it's just one color. one color designs, but it's it's one color at a time. So this is the the first thing and only thing on the list that's not digital. Right. Okay. And there there's no liquid. There's no powder. There's no color mixing. It's one color at a time. You buy the colors. You cut the colors. Yep. After you cut them, you remove away any of the stuff you don't want to put onto the t-shirt, aka weeding. Um, so if you cut out the word coldesi, you remove the inside of the O, the inside of the E, you peel away everything around it. And now you just see the word coldesi in one color and you put that on a shirt. If you yeah, want a second like color, a, it's, yeah. it's like a, it's the commercial version of a cricket. Commercial version of a cricket or a silhouette. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. 10 times faster, 10 times bigger, 10 times better. Um, it's, it's, it's legit commercial version of something like that. So yeah. you, if you know what that is, you know what it is. If you're going to do lettering on the back of a jersey, like somebody's name going on the back of a jersey, this is what you want to use. Yeah. We sell, uh, we have a sports vinyl that's specifically for that, right? Cool. So we talked about an example earlier, uh, the game day jersey. We, yeah. there's a material specifically for game day jerseys that you put into your cutter. Okay. Um, so we, we gave it, gave this on a seven out of 10, really this maybe six, maybe needs to be a six. I don't know. Again, these are arbitrary numbers that don't mean anything. But uh, well, I, I got to tell you, I think the feel is a 10. The if feel quite, is a 10. If it's, it's a Triton vinyl, if it's a yeah. good quality vinyl, um, if it's not like metallic or, you know, if there's nothing special about it, if it's just a good color, then the Triton vinyl feels amazing. Yeah, we sell a brand on, on PullmanCompany.com called Triton, which it, it's a really thin, really soft. When you hit it onto the shirt, 
Um, it almost feels like nothing there. Yeah, it's, great. it's really hard to pick out unless you've layered like three, four layers on top of each other. It's really thin, no, really it's light. It's, a, it's at least a nine. Yeah, so the feel, the feels like a nine, but you can't print colors. Right. Right? You're not printing colors. It's not digital. So that kind of knocks it down a little bit, right? And so anyway, point is, it's really great, but you're not printing colors. So it's, yes. it's a little deceiving to say which is the best printer, but people will call a cutter a printer all the time. Um, so works it works on, on light and dark materials, right? Works on just about any material, almost everything, cotton poly blend. Um, you do do like, you, all your colors are based on color palettes, right? So everything else before this, you have a, a theoretical millions or hundreds of thousands of colors, right? Um, every combination of CMYK and W, you can imagine it, right? Um, with uh, cutter, if you're just cutting materials, you maybe have uh, dozens of colors, yeah. hun hundreds if you're using like every brand on the planet, maybe, you know, but not an infinite amount. Right. Um, you must layer to achieve multiple colors. You can't mix colors, blend, create new shades. That's a good way to put it. You can put as many colors next to each other as you would like. Mm -hmm. But if you put them on top of each other, the one on top wins. Yes, the one on top wins, exactly. That's how most of them are designed to be. Yep. Um, you can't fade out. It's all very, very hard stops because it's a physical piece of material you're gluing and cutting on with a knife. So, so you, it's a hard stop. You're not going to yeah. fade out into smoke or clouds. A cloud is going to be a cartoon cloud. Yeah. That's, that's right? It's not, it's not going to be a wisp of smoke. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can do a side note on this. You can do stickers. Because yeah. if they're solid color stickers, a logo with one or two or three or whatever colors, you can do that. Um, glitter. And that the differentiation oh, there, the differentiation yeah. there is the Roland is a print and cut, so you could do a full color picture as a sticker. Yes, you could do That's our cool. logo of Coldesi, which is um, technically this one has one, two, three, four, five, six colors in it. Yep. You do that in one shot. If you're going to cut that, you have to cut six colors, weed six colors, create six transfers, heat press six times, and you have to drink a lot because nobody wants to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you're going to be in front of a heat press for a long time, so you will be sweating, so you need to hydrate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I was going to say next before we, we – um, glitter. Oh, yeah. You have glitter here. So this is now the only one uh, – digital heat effects can do a bit with glitter, but um, but metallic. like true, vibrant, bright yeah. metallic, bright glitter, um, and then other features, super stretchy, super thick, puff materials – um, holographic materials. You get into some cool things because we can create things on rolls. Yeah. With, made out of uh, poly, uh, polyurethane and, and PVC and such. So you could do crazy cool effects with uh, glitter and metallics. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're not already uh, a crafter or crafty kind of person, um, getting into working with a cutter will definitely bring that out in you. Yeah. Because everything you try gets cooler and cooler as you try it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. Um, I love doing it. I think it's yeah. really fun. Um, some of the stuff that I've made um, for my family, some of their favorite ones are the vinyl ones. Yeah, right. Just because I had a we had a really unique color, or you combine glitter and white and black, and it pops off the shirt. Looks very cool. Yep. Um, space. The, uh, 
the space, the space is about the same as the other printers, a little bit less than that BN20 Versus Studio, um, maybe-ish. It depends um, on the bit. size of the cutter. Depends on the size right? of the cutter. This, if we're going smallest, that's not, that's a commercial grade. It's going to be smaller than the BN20 because you don't have the ink portion of it. Right. So you just need that much less space. You can definitely do a tabletop. You'll need a heat press and you'll need a table, um, but computer heat press table, you know, laptop, and, and you could do this. I've done this. Um, I'm on my patio table here. I've had the cutter out here many times with my cutter and just, I've done it right here. So They're super reliable too. I, I know like it's a mechanical piece of equipment. You've got to change the blades and things like that, mm -hmm. but it is, it's, it's a very reliable thing to use. There's no ink. There's no print yeah. head. There's no toner. There's no fuser. There's no, 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 no. Yeah. There's a lot no of things you don't really, have. No. Yeah. So because you don't have all of these things, there's less things to break. Yep. So very, very, not that uh, all the other machines are going to be down all the time and stuff like that, but they are going to require degrees of maintenance, which we didn't really get into. But um, I mean, if you have a good business plan, right, and you're going to make money with it, then um, maintaining that, yes, that's, that shouldn't matter. Oh, I don't want to do more work. Right. I mean, I, okay. So, so <laughs> what are the, what are, how about the production costs when you're using vinyl? I've never really been yeah. You know what? It, it's 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 low to moderate. I say it's hard to really pinpoint a cost on vinyl. But so I would say, if you're saying um, a a piece of vinyl, let me get my calculator because I want to do something because I don't have. I, I thought I remembered it. I thought it was about fifteen cents a square inch. Um, okay. but, but I'm sorry, a linear inch. But uh, let me let me just verify that real quick. So um, this will this this will be momentary, but I think this is a good exercise. Yeah, so if that, you've got just like regular white vinyl, right, and you're going to buy like a decent size roll of it, right, a nice size roll. So um, $140 for a roll of that, right? That's yeah. 25 yards. Okay, 25 times three, 75 feet times 12, 900 inches. Okay, um, 139 divided by 900 inches 15, this is, i was right 15.4 15, 15 cents by the way that was that was riveting the people that were driving in their car yeah were just like enjoying trying to follow along good good we're maybe <laughs> nailed it so um 15 cents for an, an, a linear inch so this is 20 inches wide and you're going yeah. one inch up so if you're doing a logo that's an inch tall and it's four inches you could fit maybe four of those across Okay. Right. So for that 15 cents, you made four logos. Yeah. Pretty inexpensive. Pretty now, good. as, as you, as large, as, as, as designs get larger and you're doing bigger logos and there's more negative space, you are throwing away more of the vinyl. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so the cost varies, but about 15 cents a linear inch is the number that, that we like to talk about. So the cost is low to moderate because it's also one color for that 15 cents. If it's four colors, now it's 15, 30, 45, yeah, 60, yeah, yeah. Not 60 cents, right? So um, the, it's low to moderate. Um, you are investing a good amount in supplies, which is something that I consider to be a downside because um, it, that roll that's 140, you have white, now you need black, yeah. red, blue. Now, eventually you've got $1,000 worth of materials and you're good to go. You're just and working. And you're just working. 
but um, you do you are re-upping on colors. If, if a customer comes to you and says they want metallic gold and you do not own any and they only want five shirts, you have to you make it. Say no or buy the gold. Yeah, yeah, you just say, I'm gonna buy the gold to say yes and I'll make money with that later. That first job is gonna just pay for my whole roll of gold though, right? So there's some thoughts with that. Um, where on your digital printers, no matter what color they ask for, you pretty much can do. Yeah, that and, and I mean, as point of comparison, that 15 or 30 cents that you spend for a for white vinyl, mm-hmm. you know, might get you an eight by ten full color photo on on white cotton with the DTG printer. Yes. Yes. You know, you know so yeah, so good point. And and you know the the cutter is what are between like fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars. Yeah, roughly. Like mm-hmm. Right. So it's another example of that. You know, investing upfront versus supplies and choosing your capabilities and what you need to accomplish based on your business. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a good point. And by this time, right, you've learned about the technologies. Yeah. You should be able to start to understand which ones make the most sense for who you want to sell to. And, 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 and I've got, uh, I've got a, an observation and a curveball. Okay. Because we always talk, we always talk about it inside the walls of Cold SE. If you're in the custom apparel business, you should have a cutter. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't care what else you have. Like you should, you should be issued. It's like when you move into South Tampa, into the neighborhood in, that I live in, you know, they give you a Yorkie, you know, like okay. here, here's your Yorkie. Welcome to South Tampa. It should be, you just get a, you shouldn't be allowed to buy anything without a cutter, you know, for if you're going to get a printer machine. And that, that brings, brings me to the idea that not only should you develop your plan of, of your niche and who you want to sell to and what kind of things you want to sell, and then choose the best t-shirt printer for you, but you shouldn't restrict yourself to just one of these devices Mm -hmm. because the answer may be or should be more than one thing. Yeah, and over time it will be, right? And so you you can start with your one, right? And and have a plan for that. Um, Many many people, many people um, start with two. I don't know the percentages of numbers. Do you know how many people start with two? At least 30% of the people. 30%. Okay. So about, about a third of the people start with two because they realize it just makes sense when you, because you wrote your plan and you thought about all this stuff that we spelled out and you had two probably in mind. You, you may have had three, but, 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 but one maybe hits 75% of what you wanted and two hits a hundred. And that's why 30% of people oftentimes get with the second one, yeah. get the second one too. So you have to consider what that means. Now, now we get to talk about budget, I think, real quick, because we're, yep. we're on a long episode here, but it's a lot of good information. Yeah. So budget. You've got what I said before. You have a good business plan. And you know what you have written down is profitable. You've got a reasonable way of obtaining money, meaning you have credit. So you can borrow money from a bank, you can lease a piece of equipment, you can get it financed, you can put it on a credit card. Um, so then everything's affordable at that point in time because you've got a business plan and how you're gonna make money with this. It doesn't matter if it costs a thousand or 10,000, you have a plan in place that you have put some diligence into making sure it works. And it's hard to, it's hard to think about that because you know the yeah. you know, big numbers, that's you know when 
when we get comments on Facebook, when we advertise digital heat FX machines, and let's say it's, it's a $10,000 system, we get a percentage of people that tell us we're crazy. You know, they, 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 they would never pay $10,000 for this piece of equipment. And it's because they haven't thought it through. Um, they don't know that they can, or they just don't have enough experience to realize that that's not a lot of money to start a business. Yeah. I mean, right? so one, one might say that $65,000 is a crazy amount of money to spend on an automobile. Right. Right. But if I'm, you, one, huh? I'm yeah. one that would say, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm on that. I'm on that train with you. Right. right. Um, I, I don't own that. And I, I, it's just not my thing, but um, if you own that roofing company I mentioned earlier, yeah. and you have trailers of stuff you're moving around, big trailers of stuff you're moving around, and you're going to a wholesaler that's three hours away, and you're putting five tons worth of stuff on a trailer and bringing it over, that business investment of a $70,000 truck makes perfect sense to that. Yeah, absolutely. It would be silly to try to do that. How much money are you going to make? Yeah, it would be silly to do that in a Camry. Impossible, I would say. Um, I, I will say though that, like yeah. you know, so the number that you should keep in mind when you're thinking about your your budget and how much money you can spend is that probably you know the least our customers that buy a commercial piece of equipment uh, make on a custom T-shirt is probably around ten dollars, mm -hmm. and there are and the average is probably closer to fifteen or eighteen, and there are people that are making thirty or four dollars. Thirty or forty dollars a shirt, and this is this is from from going on to um, our customer lists, customer uh, startups, Facebook group. startups, Facebook group. We ask people this, we survey, and this is what this is what folks this tell what us. They say. This is what so, they say. These this isn't stuff we make up. So mm -hmm. if you if you take a look at the you know let's take the um, the G four direct garment printer, which is the priciest thing that we talked about today. Okay. So let's say you even get one of the bundles, not just the printer itself, but you get the whole, the whole shebang okay. for just under thirty thousand dollars, whatever a shebang is. I the think shebang bundle. I'm not familiar. The with shebang that. bundle. Okay. You know, just under thirty thousand dollars. It's a little under six hundred dollars a month to finance. Okay. So at at ten dollars a shirt, you have to sell sixty shirts in a month to pay for your printer. At fifteen dollars a shirt, it's less. Mm -hmm. at $30 a shirt, it's less at $600 a shirt. Is it one? It's, it's just the one. Okay. It's just the one. <laughs> it's the one shirt. So, so, you know, you, you get the point. It, it's yeah. think about it in number of shirts that you need to sell. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to sell <clears throat> 20 shirts a month, you know, that means that, you know, at $15 a shirt, you've got 300 bucks, you know, to pay, to finance your equipment with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that, yeah, that's great. And some of this stuff goes down to less than a hundred bucks a month. Less than a hundred bucks. It's 10 shirts. Yeah. That's why, it's it's that's honestly why just stop Starbucks. buying as much Starbucks. That's how much it is. That's right. Don't go out to dinner. Don't go out to dinner once, once more, once less, yeah. whatever I'm trying to say. Yes. Um, that That's how little this is. It's actually just paying attention to some of your money and moving it around. You know, that's how inexpensive a lot of this stuff is. And a lot of side hustle folks do that. Right. Um, now, let's step take one step down if let's just say you are starting from a um, a, situ a financial situation that's not ideal you um you're broke 
you you yeah you're broke for whatever reason it might be you had another failed business you had a terrible divorce you had um, a bankruptcy or a foreclosure due to some sort of a, a unforeseen financial condition you were put in and now you're just now you're saying i work with the cash i have i can't yeah. really borrow i don't have the means to borrow so then the budget comes into play more yep. and you looked at your business and you said well the g4 is what i thought i wanted so you so you have to say is there a technology that i can afford that will lead me to the g4 level can i alter my business plan a little bit to get me there and that's what a lot of folks do as well um is where they say i really had this idea of making this but i still have the dream that we talked about so in my dream i'm going to alter my plan to get to that point and, yeah. and that's where the budget makes matters more so low budget stuff the sublimation and the cutter are just dynamite. Yeah, they're they're uh, you can do some amazing things. Amazing stuff. I love them. We've already rated the the quality of the stuff that comes out of it's great. So yeah. what you can do is different, and what you can do it on is different. So you'll have to have a plan that works around that. Um, but if if the dream is to get there, then you make the plan that fits that. And yeah. both of these things for um, a couple thousand bucks you could be pretty set nicely. Yeah. For a couple thousand or, bucks. Or, or, you know, I mean, again, with budget, maybe as you listen to this podcast, you were inspired by opportunities you really, you didn't realize that were out there. Mm -hmm. You know, like, let's say that you are interested in this because you know a bunch of people that are screen printers and they're all making tons of money screen printing. So you're looking to get into that business. And um, you heard that you can sell wholesale transfers with digital heat effects. So now you've got an addition to your business plan of, you know, you were looking at sublimation or you were looking at DTG. Now you've got this additional idea where I can do wholesale. Maybe that adds budget to the picture. Yes. And if you know a whole bunch of screen printers, it's probably a good idea to get into some sort of wholesale transfer business to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because there's opportunity for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so that's that's why I think budget comes to the end um, is because it's important to understand all of this stuff. Um, and, and one could say, listen, I know I'm broke from the beginning. Can't you just tell me what I can do for a thousand bucks? Sure. Right. Sure. You know, but but I think I like the idea of starting with the plan and the dream and what you really want to do and the idea that you have, because that's that is a higher level goal. And just because you're you're you don't have the money to do or the means or somebody to borrow from to do that now doesn't mean that you don't achieve this goal through another means by saying, OK, well, I'll start with the sublimation and I could do a lot of that stuff just on the dark light colored garments, though. Yeah. And then I'm going to then when I get to the point in time. I'm going to step up and I'll get the white toner printer or the DTG or whatever it is to be able to do the dark colors too. Yeah. I mean, we, we've spent, we've spent a long time talking about each one of these technologies and being as objective as we can. You know, I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Um, but you know, I mean, really the, the best way to work this through and figure out which technology is right for you is just to hop on the phone with somebody that knows, you know, so, you know, if you, if you call Coldesi, or you talk to your account rep, um, you know, with Coleman and Company, you know, they'll they'll help you figure this stuff out. Yeah. You know, they'll map it out with you. Say, okay, you know, I've got, I want to do this, and I've got, I think I've got this much money to spend, and you know, I'm going to sell online only. 
um, and I'm gonna, this is my niche and things like that. And they'll go, okay, it sounds like the best thing for you is gonna be this, here's why I think so. You know, or it might be these two things. You know, maybe, maybe you're better off with a sublimation printer and a cutter than you are with a digital heat FX I-560. You know, or maybe mm. you're off, better off with a DTG printer and just pump, you know, $25 worth of profit in every shirt for the first eight months. And then add the sublimation printer afterwards so you can do, um, you can do more promotional products. You know, there, there's, there's a lot of different ways to go. And remember too, that this is not one decision that you're making, right? It's not the last, let me say that. It's not the last decision that you're going to make. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, you're not going to be, we have very few customers that are, that buy an embroidery machine from us and they just do embroidery or they, you know, they buy a, they buy a cutter from us and they just do that. They might do that for a while, you know, but we sell tons of machines. The second machine is our favorite, our favorite sale, because it, it means that, you know, you're doing a lot and you're seeing opportunities and you're, you're growing your business in those different directions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and starting with the plan is one of the most important things to get to that to grow to that second machine, to do more, uh, to do more options for more people, to be able to sell to your customers more things. I mean, so it's a wonderful thing. But now that we've gone through this, I really think um, if you're thinking about investing in something else for your business, this is um, a great opportunity to understand how to evaluate that. And I think you'll also appreciate somebody saying, um, you don't want a cutter right? You don't want to cut or don't do that for your business. Yeah. Because in your head, you're saying, well, yeah, but I wanted to make jerseys for high school football team because I know somebody, right? Yeah. Well, what other technology are you going to take a mesh shirt and put something that can be tackled on besides the cutter technology, right? I mean, that's what, that's what there's, it's made for that. Yeah. So for them to tell you it's a bad idea, they don't, they don't know what you know, which is right. your plan and your business. Um, so, so that's why it's really important to have the plan first, know where you want to go. And then if sure, if you want to ask opinions of people out there, um, but you know, opinions yeah. are like something, everybody's got one. Isn't that a, that's a saying something. Yeah. <laughs> I would just say, don't, if you want to ask don't. a bunch of people's opinions, my least favorite question on any of the Facebook groups. Yeah. Yeah. What's your absolutely. favorite way to do this? What's your, this? No, I'll tell you the, the fact that. The fact that all of these technologies have thousands of people across the world doing them, making yeah. money, means that they're all good. They all work. They're all, they all work. They're all good. None of you them make suck. money with any of them. Yes, yes. Plenty of people suck. Yeah. But, but all the technologies are good and cool in their own ways. Finding the right one for you and your business is the most important thing. And the person who, who is not happy with the equipment they chose, maybe prematurely chose a piece of technology that wasn't right for their business plan. Yeah, and I think that's, that's, the, that's the best thing to learn. That's the because nicest way to put it. That's the nicest way, that's nice way to put it, but it's true. You know, um, we, we've talked to people who are very, who, who didn't like their DTG experience, but they bought it to do, to do black polyester shirts. Yeah. You know, and they and 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 maybe that's not like an actual real example. It might no. be, but 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 I mean that that would be an example where it would say, well, that doesn't do that. 
no wonder you're so unhappy with your Prius because you bought it to travel a hundred miles with a ton, two tons worth of stuff. In it. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you hate your Prius, you know, um, you hate your, your dually truck because you're an Uber driver. Yeah. And you get two miles to the gallon. You don't make any money, you know? I'm fascinated. So, so, Going on Uber as soon as we stop this to see if I can find somebody with a dually <laughs> driving around. One time, uh, one time a friend of mine got into a, a two-passenger pickup truck with um, just a fan blowing at their face in the middle of the summer. Nice. <laughs> yeah. In Florida summer by the yeah, way that's great which is the hottest the hottest place um around i think that's a good story to end on that's fantastic that's, that was good this was so this was a long one hopefully it was a lot of good information we packed a lot into one episode um so maybe uh uh we'll, we're going to talk more about these in the future maybe even on the individual podcast to dive even deeper yep sounds good all right everybody as usual uh thanks for listening to the custom apparel startups podcast share it with a friend and um, listen to the next one. This has been Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And Mark Vila from Coldesi featuring ColemanandCompany.com as your source for uh, supplies, apparel, blanks, etc. Check it out. Nice. Have a great business.